right, Oz. How are you doing today? Doing Unchucked. Right. Got a lot going on. We do. We got the Mandalorian we're talking about this morning, and I haven't watched it yet, but you have. We have the continuing as the Browns world turns. Hmm. We're really Holy trying not to talk cow. about it too trying much. Trying not. I'm so I'm sorry. I I just, you know, I have a, I have, I I actually have some bad habits in my life, and one of them is listening to Cleveland sports radio every morning. Some, mm-hmm. and that's, I mean, you talk about bringing darkness into your life in the shade of dark brown. I bring it's it's just stunning. Let's not talk about that today. Let's not talk. I mean, this is the season of joy. And uh, there's this little thing called Christmas that we're celebrating. So mm-hmm. I told I told you this morning that I I, and I always watch the games till the end. You left halfway through the fourth quarter mm-hmm. Sunday against Arizona. I le- I just decided I was in the house alone. Sherry was out speaking somewhere, and so I thought I can't handle this. I just went out and drove around to look at Christmas lights <laughs> for a little while. Mm-hmm. It was like a wandering, and like Rita said today, it's a good thing you don't drink. oh geez i'd have had a dui sunday Mm -hmm. Uh, not to make light of that but it's some truth to that uh but boy boy oh boy oh boy oh boy it's this is testing my fandom Mm -hmm. you know it's testing it more than the owen 16 season yeah yeah it's testing it yeah there was when we said this uh um after the maybe the Tennessee game early on, that when that that blowout first game that um, Marcus Mariota. Um, so technically, that, they lost three backup quarterbacks this year. Yeah, yeah. That uh, <clears throat> yeah, we forecasted this could be a, a more for, frustrating year than any before, just because of the, the lack of expectations, and uh, it's turned out to be that. Um, so. You know, I I mean, you 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 know, I said this. I wasn't really a big fan of getting Odell. I mean, I wasn't. But mm-hmm. hey, we got him, and I hope he can succeed. And so I think you know what you're getting there. I'm not surprised by that. Um, Jarvis, he's an emotional guy. I'm not surprised he yelled at Freddie. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think the thing that's most disappointing, and I admit, I admire his honesty, but before the first Steeler game in that pregame interview that they showed, is Baker admitting we thought it would be easier, which is code for we didn't work as hard as we needed to. Mm-hmm. And I think of all things I've disappointed in, I, it's not just the fact that he's got more interceptions and touchdown passes. I'm just disappointed in Baker. I, I just I, – ha- I do have doubts now mm-hmm. because I just – I thought – I don't know. It's not just about accuracy. It's just I thought he would be a better leader this year. Mm-hmm. It's clear, and that was one of the dangers of getting Odell Beckham Jr. was that he would become the dominant personality in the locker room, just mm-hmm. by the nature of who he is, and that would inhibit Baker. I think I mentioned that last podcast, but mm-hmm. anyhow, I can start driveling on about yeah. about that. Um, so, anything else you need to get off your chest about the Browns? I don't we, think so. We do I, have some good news in Ohio. Yeah, and that is the Joey Burrow story. Mm-hmm. So Heisman cool. Trophy winner. Won the Heisman Trophy Saturday night in a landslide, broke Troy Smith's record, and just, um, you know, it's not that Buckeye fans have joined the bandwagon. The, the second highest ratings for LSU games 
in the last two years has been Columbus, Ohio. People really wanted him to succeed. You know, I know some people mm-hmm. told him, oh, yeah, the Ohio State fans jumping on the – but no, it – I mean, I, you know, I recorded every one of LSU's games and just love seeing when that. When he was at Ohio State those three years, he, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, people have said that he has been, Ohio State's now claiming him as one of theirs. And um, I remember back to that time, I, us talking about it, uh, and the talk amongst most Ohio State fans was, um, they were looking forward to him being the mm-hmm. quarterback. They were advocating him being the quarterback mm-hmm. um, over Dwayne Haskins. No one knew who Dwayne Haskins was. Um, everyone knew who Joe Burrow was. Uh, you know, he got injured, um, which is really why he lost the job. Pitch, it yeah. wasn't that he, you know, wasn't believed in Ohio back State. Too soon from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I have, like I've well, said, he had the lead. He had the lead on the backup mm-hmm. until that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, it, yeah, we've uh, we've we've pulled for Joe Burrows for for years now, and um, we were all disappointed when he transferred because this was going to be his year. I mean, we everyone knew this was going to be his you know last year. This year, hopefully, was would have mm-hmm. been his his years at Ohio State, and um, it, it is. Do you think he would won the Heisman Trophy was at Ohio State? If he would have had, yeah, I think the year. See, I don't think yeah. he'd have 48 touchdown passes because of this year's balance. You mm-hmm. had so many J.K. Dobbins touchdowns. You, yeah, but I think if there were no Joe, if there was no Joe Burrow at LSU, and there was just some you know typical SEC quarterback that throws about 20 touchdowns yeah. and can hardly move, um, yeah. Justin Fields would win the Heisman this year probably, yeah. right? Or Chase Young. But speaking but, of which, did you see somebody, some SEC lineman tweeted out, "Yeah, I'd love to see." Chase Young gets 16 sacks in the SEC. Come to the SEC and see if you get it. And somebody tweeted back, yeah, let's see what happens if Joe Burrow transfers from Ohio State into the SEC. Let's see how well he does. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! Yeah. That was good, man. That was uh, a great comeback. Yeah. <laughs> Joe yeah. Burrow was the answer on yeah. that. But uh, just so happy for the kid because any story, we, uh, you and I both value grit and – and you know, facing adversity, battling through obstacles. You see the, the, story. Tweet, the the um, football, you know, prep recruit blogger guy. I don't know. Some guy has a great job like that, that very meaningful job. But um, that uh, he tweeted out a, a DM he got from Joe Burrow back oh, in 2013, I saw that. Uh, saying, "Hey, I'm not getting any. Hey, you have any suggestions of camps I should go to? I'm not getting any looks. What do I need to do to?" Start getting some attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was many years ago. Now he's a Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, some little kid from Southeast Ohio. And then the other one I mentioned to you this morning was the picture of of the quarterback room in 2015. Was it 2016? 2015. Joe Burrow, Cardell Jones, mm-hmm. uh, Braxton Miller, and JT Barrett mm-hmm. picked the Heisman Trophy winner out of that group. Yeah, who would have thought? Yeah. This is just neat, just a neat story. But what we wanted to get to today is talking about influence, because I believe Pete, as of this morning, it was three hundred eighty-five thousand that has come to the Athens, Ohio food pantry because of all the things he said in the best Heisman acceptance speech ever given. He raised awareness of the poverty of Southeast Ohio. Mm-hmm. And as you know, I grew up on the edge of that. So I grew up right on the edge of Appalachian, Ohio, in in eastern, you know, east central Ohio. I was right on the edge of that. So where I grew up was 
Appalachia, even though it wasn't southeast Ohio, and uh, poverty. The eastern Licking County, Ohio, has the highest concentration of trailer par- trailer homes in the uh, state of Ohio. It did have. I don't know if it still does or not. Um, but so I grew up, and so it was really cool to hear him do that. He raises awareness. This is for all the kids in Athens County who will not have enough food tonight. And as a result, $385,000 hmm. has come to the Athens Food Pantry. And uh, um, I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to make a donation to it just because I just think it's such a cool story. I just want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just I'm not tooting my own horn there. I just want to be a part of that. You know, I just think I just believe in that kid. I pray the Bengals have the horse sense to draft him. Yeah. Because he's a culture changer, not because he has – I mean, he doesn't have the greatest arm in the world. That's not it. But Tom Brady's proven you don't have to have the greatest arm in the world. You just have to have the grittiest mm-hmm. character in the world and the smarts and the mobility and all that mm-hmm. of, of uh, the pocket. But let's talk about that because, you know, it's just it just it struck me because of where I grew up. You know, I've told the church, you know, until I was about – um, six, we lived in my grandmother's house, which was on the same property as my aunt and uncle, Uncle Roy and Aunt Evelyn. And um, dad was dad was getting his master's at Case Western Reserve at that time. And he was working at the Air Force Base in Newark. And I mean, we didn't have any money. And and uh, I mean, it was grandma's house. We we had an outdoor uh, we had an outhouse. And, uh, you know, the memory I've told about seeing grandma run out of there with her panties down to her ankles because her, cause black snake was hanging from there. When, you know, I just, I'll never forget that. I mean, that is mm-hmm. seared on my memory. <laughs> uh, that took a lot of hours of counseling to get over that. Um, but just, it was just so cool. And um, your thoughts on that? Because here is just a kid from Southeast Ohio, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, persevered, and now he 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 lit a candle, and it turned into a flame of generosity. Speak into that from your perspective, uh, and your reaction to that. Mm-hmm. You were raised in the prosperity of Centerville, Ohio, mm-hmm. <laughs> so a little yeah. different. But yeah. uh, you you have a lot of resonance with that story. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind when I, when I saw that. Uh, direct message that he sent to that uh, recruit writer um, was the six years from, I think that was 2013, when he had sent that to now. Um, the first thing that came to mind was just that's a lot of probably lonely hours that he had. Yeah. Um, and a, a lot of stories like that, uh, no matter who it is. And I don't, I don't I mean, Joe, he, he wasn't, the underdog of underdogs in, in, in every sense. I mean, he was but one a, he recruiter, was a four-star one college coach did call him a skinny kid with a noodle arm. Mm-hmm. You know, so he, he, was, he was a four-star four. Yeah, he was four-star, but he was a division four. So there's always doubts, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very similar to the Tom Brady story. Very mm-hmm. similar. Yeah. Within, yeah, his respective field, mm-hmm. I mean, he was a, an underdog. But, um, but yeah, just the uh, – anytime I, it, you see something like that, I see something like that, I – uh, the the lonely hours is what uh, mm. is what comes to mind. Um, that's really what uh, that's really the the flame that that kind of 
um, makes the iron, you know, um, there's only, there's only, I don't know, there's only one, one item that goes into the flame to be made by that, by that, uh, that enters into that, that environment. And, uh, um, it's not a really crowded environment in that, uh, I don't know, it's, it's the molding of a, a sword or of some kind or something. It's, it's only one item. And, um, and so, yeah, I just think of the, uh, the, what formed him to, um, the loneliness that formed him to, and I don't mean necessarily like the, mm-hmm. the emotional state, but just the, the solitude, the, uh, you know, and once again, Jesus got up early in the morning while it was still dark and he went to a solitary place that, you know, he formed himself to be able to, for this, for his, for the, 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 now this is your hour mm-hmm. darkness has come. I mean, like Jesus, you know, he, he formed himself. He was not, you know, half God, half man. He was fully man, fully God. And he had to form this fully man side of him in so many hours alone and so many hours um, preparing himself for that moment when that, you know, and, and um, Luke 22 would, would come. And uh, and so I, I, that's just always when I think whenever I see anyone accomplish something, um, artists, you know, um, an athlete, it's just always, I just, you just know there's just this, this, I think maybe it's because that moment of a, a Heisman speech or an Oscar speech, you, the the public work, that which was seen by the public is being glorified. But um, the, the, the majority of the work that was done isn't really being glorified. It's, it's, it's the fruit of that that's being glorified, but the real work that was done is, is, is still, it's always like it's, that solitary work is always sacred because that's never, yeah. you know, no one saw, you know, Joe in a weight room when he was, you know, yeah. barely able I, I, to bench press 150 pounds yeah. or something, but just trying to go in there and just, and slave away or no one, you know. Um, so I, I think it's, you know, the, the, uh, you know, the, the, the actor, you know, going over the script or something, you know, yeah. um, for some B-roll. Um, that never gets glorified. I think that's interesting. That's just, that's uh, that solitary practice that, um, that we've, you know, and then we've, we've talked about it a lot. They, the um, your your work on, on as a, as a sermon as um, as preaching goes is what is recognized, um, but the uh, all the all the all the dark mornings prior to that stay kind of sacred. Mm-hmm. But that's what made that happen. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, the the people you know the little tip that sticks out of the water above the water line mm-hmm. is just, but a little bit of the iceberg mm-hmm. for sure. So as we've talked before in this, cause it's such a huge value of ours. One of my life verses has been Proverbs 20 verse four, the sluggard does not plow in season. So at harvest time, he looks and finds nothing. So everybody wants the harvest, but who wants to be out there on a hot July day or, well, you know, or a rainy spring morning, it's kind of cold, but you got to plow. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants the harvest, but how many people want to plow? Mm-hmm. How many people want to do the diligence to wait for the harvest? Because you never reap in the same season that you plant, mm-hmm. and that's that's the defining characteristic of overcomers. Is they plow in season. Everybody loves to see the doctor. 
who drives away from the hospital after performing a heroic surgery in his Ferrari or whatever. Mm-hmm. But how many people want to slave at medical school and mm-hmm. and uh, for years? And like you said about the artists, about anyone who is a professional, there have been lonely hours mm-hmm. uh, honing their craft when nobody's applauding. And I think the other thing, too, is, is that Joe Burrow seems to embody the doubter. That overcome. You have to overcome the doubters. Mm-hmm. You have to overcome the doubters. You have to overcome the people who say you can't get it done. And, uh, boy, it's those voices, if you let them, they ring loud. Mm-hmm. You'll never be good at it. it you know, you're, you can't deal with it just on and on and on and on. And you have to overcome that. You have to overcome people who are right about you. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. like if you say that Joe Burrow has a, he doesn't have a strong drum, there's truth to that, but that's not everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I agree. It's uh, the thing that I would do again. I remember Bob Russell told me when, when I was, you know, apprenticing under him is, you know, if you're going to be a, a great communicator, you got to love the preparation. And that was when I knew I could do this because I love being alone reading. Mm-hmm. I loved forging structure and flow and outline and mm-hmm. honing communication. I like that part of it. And still to this day, I like that part of it. Uh, the delivery part's gotten easier through the years, but I, I like that part of it as much as the delivery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I you know I just I just there's so much. What else do you love about the Joe Burrow story? What else strikes you as a dad, as uh, as someone who's under training right now? You're spending a lot of mornings alone as as an overcomer. Is there anything else? Because this is again fresh off the weekend. It's so cool. It's just so neat. You know, I, even the fact that you know as a Buckeye fan that he went over after he embraced his LSU coaches. He went over and he braced, embraced Ryan Day mm-hmm. and Mickey Marotti, a strength and conditioning coach who forged him early on. He's the most undervalued person by the greater public at Ohio State. Was your strength and conditioning coach? And he went over and embraced them. I thought that I just, you know, as a Buckeye fan, obviously there's self self interest there on that. But he knows. He knows. Um, there's also those people that we're always standing on the shoulders of, of other people mm-hmm. uh, who who lifted us up. And uh, so, what else about that? What are you? Twenty nine? <laughs> almost. Mm-hmm. No, t- you know, twenty nine. Almost thirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, man, the twenties are just about in the rearview mirror. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It goes after that. Hopefully. Right, Pete? It's all downhill <laughs> after thirty. Twenties weren't all good, so matter to me. <laughs> you ready to there was a lot of good that happened. Yeah. Yeah. So what else strikes you in wrapping this up today is reminding our, our Chucksters and Chuckettes of the value of just grid. What yeah, else? Yeah, there's a lot of humility there. He said yeah. um he on the other side of um, those lonely mornings, uh, that 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 can can could be categorized, I guess, as like a, a self-madeness. There, there's a humility of um, and full recognition that he gives of all mm-hmm. those who made him, mm-hmm. 
and uh, even even uh, you know the the the, the guys that are, are going to be um, competing to hopefully competing against him to to beat him in a few weeks um, in the championship game. So that'd be so cool. It'd be so neat if that happens. It would. And so there was there's there's a really great, great sportsmanship there. You know there was um, and nothing warms our hearts like sportsmanship. There's nothing that does. Mm-hmm. There's no hallmark card in the world that you could create that warms my heart like sportsmanship. Mm-hmm. I just love it. Yeah. That'd be really neat because the respect that's there for him mm-hmm. on the Ohio State side, the respect that's there from yeah, him. Yeah, you know, he he went back and worked the, out with you know Ohio State this summer. Yeah, you know, this guy. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's and I think you know we we see that a lot in the tennis world. Um, mm-hmm. The tennis world, you see, really, you see, you know, ninety eight percent of the time, the best sportsmanship you'll ever see. Yeah, you do. Two percent of the time, it's probably the worst sportsmanship you'll ever <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. especially in the WTA. But yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it was. It kind of, it kind of felt like a uh, uh, just a, a Joey with high State and you know Fields and, and especially Young there. Um, he kind of felt like a Wimbledon acceptance speech, you know, yeah. where there was a, hey, I, I, you know, I wish you both could have won type yeah. of sentiment. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah. With, along with this, this self-madeness of, 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 of a solitary life, um, voluntary solitary life, uh, is the, was, was the clear, um, his own recognition that, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be here without, you know, his family, but, but also these other coaches, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Coach O, you know. Mm-hmm. That was, Gosh, that was great. Yeah, yeah. It was great. To close, I, when you were talking, I think uh, Lawrence Olivier, the great actor, was once asked, what does it take to be a great actor? And he said, humility to prepare and confidence to pull it off. Mm-hmm. That's the balance, the humility to prepare and the confidence to say, okay, I trust my training. Mm-hmm. Now let's go execute. So congratulations, Joey Burrows, just a kid from Southeast Ohio and winning the Heisman Trophy. And and may the Bengals draft you. Mm. <laughs> that would be so great. I just mm-hmm. he's a he's a he was a culture changer for LSU. Maybe he can be for the Bengals. And uh man, I wish I only wish if the Bengals couldn't get him, I, as much as I like Baker, it'd be awesome to have him as a Browns mm-hmm. player too. But may uh, we'll see. And so, uh, this will be the last, Chuck, until Christmas, and we wish you all a hearty celebration of Emmanuel. God is with us. God with us. And that you will, with full-throated, full-hearted joy, celebrate that if God is for you, who can be against you? And that's what matters. All the big stuff is taken care of. We've already won the prize. Now we just have to claim it. And uh, so we hope Christmas is rich for you and that 2020 is a rich year as well. And so for Austin Charles, this is Charles Braxton, and this is Chucked for 2019.